everything in your life is happening for you, right? It's an expression of your creation. It's there. It's put there for you to deepen in your experience of life. And if you don't like it, sure, you do have the ability to choose and change and and direct and intend. And I'll get into those as we go through the six steps. And also understand that 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 whatever you're experiencing was put there to help you on your journey of life and to experience something. If I could be anything, I can be fucking anything. I still remember the day I had that realization while speaking at our Freedom Fest event. And I'm here to tell you that you can be fucking anything you want in life. I am Clint X Morgan, your host for the Rich Mystic Man podcast. And if you're ready to create a life of freedom, connection and abundance, this podcast is for you. What's up, legends? Clinex Morgan here. Welcome to another episode of The Rich Mystic Man. And I just did something really cool on the weekend and I hosted The Rich Mystic Man or The Mystic Man element of The Rich Mystic Man 12-month um, experience. And it was, I'll share a little bit about uh, it more in a moment. It was epic. It was profound. It was transformational. It was life-changing consciousness altering and i unpacked what i called the rich mystic method so it's a six step uh, formula to creation to living an aligned life to creating what you desire in life to um, you're getting both financial and spiritual fulfillment and uh, yeah creating a reality that you love and you enjoy and you're proud of and embracing uh, the challenge and embracing all aspects and meeting the pleasure and the pain both um, with open arms because that's our life experience whether we uh, we want it or not uh, we experience all all aspects um, all parts and if we can accept that and embrace that and um, welcome that then we just we, we go with the flow and we tap into the quantum flow of life and so I unpack this six step thing six step thing. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to share it with you now. I can't go in depth because I literally shared it over three days. So um, it was hours and hours and hours of uh, content. And I, I uh, dove deep into all the six areas. There were stories. Uh, there was real-life examples. Um, there was Q&A. And so it was amazing. Um, but I'll just sort of do like a bit of a brief brief overview now. Um, but not, it'll still be profound. So uh, tune in if you can. Uh, tune out of everything else. And uh, if you're listening while you're driving and things like that, just, yeah, see if you can just become super present uh, with the transmission and the sharings and the teachings um, because there's something that I've been applying for the last, yeah, learning them for the last 15 years and really applying them over the last uh, probably eight years to create a super successful business, create a movement that spans all around the world to, yeah, have completely transformed my reality in in all areas, including my health. I feel younger than I I did 15 years ago. I feel healthier. I've got more energy. Um, I feel in tune with my body like I haven't before. My relationship with my wife's great. You know, it's it has its it has its ups and downs, right? It has its challenges, and uh, but overall, we have a, a deep love and connection uh, for each for each other, and so we have. A fulfilling relationship. I have three amazing children. Challenging, same thing, ups and downs. Um, but I have a beautiful relationship with all of them, and uh, have a lot of time uh, to be able to spend with them. 
and also have a super successful business that pays us financially free. So it pays us whether we show up or not. And, um, and we do show up and we do continue to serve. And so the, the business continues to grow. And so, and so does our life. And, um, you know, life is very different now than what it was just eight years ago. So these are some of the uh, processes that I've used. Let me dive into them before I give you a little bit of a, a backstory. So basically when I, uh, when I had the call to work with men and do the rich mystic man experience. So the first calling that I had was to do a 12 week experience with a three day retreat and something that has been, um, profound in my life was, uh, the use of a medicine called, uh, five MEO DMT, the toad. And, uh, so I was like, fuck, like, imagine if we had that at our retreat. And so figured that out, got that there. And it is, it's one of those things that people will always say, or, or I hear it often as like, holy shit, it was one of the most profound experiences of my life. It's like a, it's a day I will never forget. I will always remember. And so it was pretty cool having it at the retreat. And, uh, you know, people had these huge shifts and life-changing experiences, et cetera, because it just, it just opens up so much that um, you can't go back to your normal life and you can't see life from the same lens that you're viewing life through before, right? So then we had the rich man experience and then I was moving into the, the rich mystic man 12-month experience and I was like, you know what? Because what my journey was is I sort of went deep with um, that medicine and I was like, whoa, wow, right? And then I journeyed, I journeyed deeper in my own personal growth journey, my own healing journey, and I actually discovered that you don't need the medicine. And so I was able to access the same places, um, you know, open up the same portal, um, albeit different and different visuals and not so intense in that moment, but it can also be intense just using things like meditation and breath work and intention and contemplation and meditation and activations and uh, just presence and, uh, yeah, just cultivating and also like healing uh, sexual energy and sexual energy centers in your body and cultivating sexual energy in a more pure 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 and more pristine way and was I was able to access these places without the medicine that doesn't mean I don't use them and I don't enjoy them and I don't think they're great and they're a powerful tool but I wanted to show the men that you can really tap into these places without it because it's like you don't always have access to that it's not always appropriate just to go oh, okay well let's you know let's go have a ceremony somewhere yeah sure sometimes but it's not always there but your breath um, your intention you know your contemplation your ability to meditate your ability to be with your thoughts and be with your uh, feelings, that's always available. You can do that anywhere. And so that's that's the gift when you access that and be able to have these medicine-like journeys without the medicine or realize that you are the medicine, that's, the, that's where things can really um, open up for you in a powerful way. So let's get into the, the Rich Mystic Method. So step one. Now I want to – these are uh, – this is like my um, – first draft if you will so uh as it as it goes on and as i teach it more i'll refine like the names and uh you know often i'll you know create my own ip and uh yeah make these steps sound super sexy and different you know but right now they're just sort of a bunch of words which, ex which explain um the intention behind each one so step one 
acceptance of perfection and self-responsibility. So I'll see if I can share a, a small journey. I've got 25 minutes before I need to get on another call. So I'll uh, see what I can do. And I, I may not get through the six. I may. Let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, acceptance and perfection and self-responsibility. So essentially, so some, I'll, I'll share a story. So when the whole pandemic thing happened, you know, there was a lot of uh, crazy information being thrown around. There was... Um, you know, there was, there was backlash against the narrative. There was a lot of conspiracy theories, a lot of crazy shit that people were saying is true and things were going to happen. And there was all these predictions, there was power outages and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so I know if you're listening to this podcast, chances are that during that period, um, I guess the, the veil was lifted in a sense, right? But as it was lifted, there was also this, all this other crap under the junk, right? <laughs> under the trunk. But one thing that I was exposed to um, is a book called The Contagion Myth. And I think there's another one called The Truth About Contagion, right? So I didn't actually read the book, but I sort of like got like a, a, like a bullet point version online. But long story short is that the whole thing about contagion is that it's based on the germ theory, which is just the theory. There's not really evidence to back up that it's actually fact. And yeah, sure, you can say like, you know, I'll get sick and then my wife would get sick, my children get sick, and so there's this germ that's come into me and then, you know, I pass it on to my son or my daughter or my wife or whatever. But from reading this book, right, or what I understand from the, the bullet point version of this book is that there's been attempts at trying to prove that actually, you know, germs and things like do get passed on in that manner, right? And I'm not here to be an expert in this, this field. The, the point of the story is not this. It's something that's gonna, I'm going to share in a moment. But as I was reading, I was like, you know what? Like I feel that to be true because sometimes like, for example, our house just got hit with this. Uh, it was like a gastro bug. My wife, my son, and my daughter got it. But me and my daughter, we never, it never touched us. We were sweet. Right? These guys got floored with this gastro thing for days, right? Couldn't eat. My son had to carry him around the house. My wife, like we had to go and get a drip because she was so like just couldn't keep down fluids. So it was hectic. But me and my my daughter, Ava, just didn't touch us, right? We, we were fine. So there's times where things happen. And so from this book, it's like when you get a virus, it's actually an environmental thing in your body actually cleansing. And so some, it's responding to something that's happened and something that's in your body and it's and it's allowing that the, the virus will help your body to, 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 to cleanse and, and purify in a sense. And so as I started reading this, I was like, you know what? Like I had noticed that when I do get sick, right, normally like I might be flawed for a few days, but I might be like vomiting and coughing and stuff's coming out of my nostrils and snot and poo and, and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, essentially that's, that's got to be a good thing. Like it's stuff that's it's, I'm purging, you know, because what I understand about healing and doing these medicine journeys is like, Purging is a good thing. It gets celebrating. You're not sick. You're getting well, right? When you're purging or you're vomiting or something like that. So I'm like, this stuff's coming out of my body. It's like I'm coughing up out of my lungs and, you know, I'm, I'm pulling out of my, my gut and my, my intestines and all that sort of shit. I'm like, this makes sense. And then I, not, I began to notice, like, when I did, even when I had the, the dirty C, it was like afterwards, I felt incredible. At the time, I felt like death, right? But afterwards, I started to feel really good. So I was like, 
maybe this truth to this truth this thing and in the book it says a war on war on a virus is a war on the evolution of humanity because viruses help us evolve and expand and i was like holy shit so i just started to adopt this i was like this feels better this feels better to me like this this takes the power back this is not me blaming my daughter you hear people's like oh bloody hell you know ava it's my daughter's name you know, I got sick off you. You know, it's like, what? You're blaming your daughter for you getting sick, right? Just because she got it first. Maybe she was. she's the fucking leader. You know what I mean? She's leading the family through this upgrade, right? So I just took my, I, I began to take, took my responsibility back, right? And, you know, I've tried like the whole washing hand things and staying away from people and that sort of stuff. And at the end of the day, you still get it. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. No matter how many masks, how many vaccines, how many fucking, you know, like times you sanitize your fucking hands, <laughs> you're still going to get it, right? You're still going to get something. You're still going to get some sort of illness, right? And so I was like, this really takes the power back and puts the puts me in the driver's seat, right? puts me in, in the power move. So I started to like embrace me getting sick and go, okay, this sucks. This is hard. Doesn't mean it's easy. Doesn't mean I love it, right? But I know that it's happening for me. And so I wanted to share that example because I think it's something that's really helped me along my journey. Um, and just notice noticing where we blame and give our power away and put the blame on someone else or something else or the government or the elite or Bill Gates. Mate, he's been blamed for so much stuff lately. It's like, does he really actually really affect your daily life? Like, you know, can you take your power back on that one? Can you know there's this guy out there? Maybe you don't you don't agree with what he's doing, but does he really have such of a stronghold on your life, right? And so I took my power back. Am I always perfect? No. Sometimes I freak out. I find myself washing hands. Someone's coughing. I'm like, holy shit, I'm, I'm out, <laughs> right? Because it's deeply wired, this whole germ theory thing. It's like it's deeply programmed into humanity. And same thing, like something happens, I'll blame my wife or, you know, I'll blame the government or I'll blame police or whatever it is, like something that's going down. The weather, of course, you know, we all slip up. But as soon as you can, you can catch it, and realize that everything in your life is happening for you, right? It's an expression of your creation. It's there. It's put there for you to deepen in your experience of life. And if you don't like it, sure, you do have the ability to choose and change and, and direct and intend. And I'll get into those as we go through the six steps. And also understand that, that, that whatever you're experiencing was put there to help you on your journey of life and to experience something and it could be it could be pleasure and it could be pain or it could be somewhere in between once we start to accept our life for it is and and greet it with curiosity greet it with curiosity whoa this is fascinating this is fascinating so that's one two now you know, accepting the reality as it is, the perfection of creation, know that everything that's happening is happening for a reason. It's part of our evolution. It's part of our growth. It's part of our life experience. You know, this is, this is on a big mass scale, world scale. This is in your life, on your daily scale. 
step two is allowing yourself to tap into an alternate possibility or, or an alternate um, reality. And this one's called imagination, possibilities, and frequency. So if we can greet our life as the perfect, perfect, perfect expression of life, right? And we also say, you listen, I think there can be a higher timeline and something different that we can create from this. You know, let's say, you know, something unfolds in your life. You're like, you know, for example, like you look in your bank, you've got no money, right? You, or you're down to a hundred bucks. You're like, <gasps> fuck, right? Now you can freak out and you can, you know, point the finger at your wife or your husband or whoever, right? Or your, your boss because he's not paying you enough, right? Or we can take responsibility in, in that moment and accept, okay, cool, I've got no money in this moment. Or my bank is reflecting me no money. This is interesting. It's interesting how this has happened. Now, what's a, what's a different possibility or a different reality that we want to dream up and imagine from here? Maybe a reality where you have lots of money in your bank account or at least 10 grand, 20 grand, 100 grand, million dollars. So this is where we can begin to imagine. We use our imagination and we all have idle time. And so one thing that I have played with and I play with often is the viewing a timeline. And if we look at past, past self and future self, right? If we look at a past self, I have this example of me being in, and I, I did this on another podcast and I shared this story. Me being in, in Stockholm, in Sweden, eight years ago, broke, living on a boat. To now, going back to Stockholm with a big team with 150 uh, people from our team, big global business, financially free. And when I was there this time, getting paid a lot of money in one day into my bank account and life being extremely different over those eight years. And I can also predict, in a sense, and tune into where I'm going to be the next eight years or eight days or eight months. I'm just using eight years as an example. And by viewing the timeline and getting curious of like me looking back on my past and also to tuning into my future version and looking back on my, onto the present moment as my past, I can start to see how I've grown from here to get to here and I can also see how I'd grow from here to get to there. So we start to see, I call this blessing of my past self and I do a, a, a meditation. I, I dive a lot deeper on this throughout uh, the, the mystic retreat, right, and the rich mystic man and give a, a tool on different processes and how to play with these different timelines. And it's just, it's a process essentially of visualization and imag Im imagination. Like imagination is the bedrock of creation, right? Because it's like everything that's created is started in someone's imagination first. You imagine it. Like right now we're building a, we're building a retreat center and 
I'm just imagining it. Every time I'm there, I'm seeing different parts. I'm like, oh, cool. And this might be a little thing. I'm like, holy shit, like this part here, we've got a deck out the front of this house. What if that back thing was like, you know, concrete tiles and then this like retaining wall and cut out the back, like, you know, cut in the earth a little bit more. They create this epic, epic backyard experience, move the, the water tank that's there now, put it up here so it creates more space in the backyard, create like a little, um, put like a, a sauna, a, a, a plunge pool, a spa, and uh, you know, like a, a adults adults play area, you know. Cool. I'm just imagining. I'm playing with imagining and, and tapping into possibilities. So people don't allow themselves to dream. Allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to play. Allow allow yourself to um just play, right? Play with creation. Like anything is possible. And so start to. Be aware of when you're imagining and when you're dreaming, the frequency you now hold. Is it elevating your frequency? Because this elevated a frequency is now you're tuning into this timeline and you're attracting possibilities, these frequencies, these people that are going to support you in this creation, right? And you're tuning into this, this field and you're playing in this, right? And you, you, you're present in this reality and it's a future version of yourself and things are different. You know, like how you see yourself, how you view yourself, how you're showing up, the strength that you hold, the courage that you hold. Like it's a deeply inner game when you're tuning in this, imagining your future self. It's like it's not just what's being out here. It's like, yeah, you might have the Audi or the Ferrari or whatever car you want. That's cool, right? But who's the person you needed to become? How much confidence do you have? Like how much certainty do you have? How's your body? How's your health? Like when I tune into a future version of myself, like I'm, I'm even healthier. No, I'm, I'm, I've, I, I have more vibrancy. I, I digest foods better. My eyes are clearer. My skin's clearer. I, I speak with more confidence. I have more courage to do the things that I want. I have more money to support me in the life that I want to live and the direction that I want to go. And so I'm, I'm tuning into this. I'm, I'm playing with this. I'm speaking this into existence. So that's two, three. Step three is excitement, direction, and intention. So there's a, a formula to creation and it's basically just tuning into what excites you most. And if we just tune into our heart, live from this place, your heart knows. And at the retreat, there was many stories shared for myself and others and the brothers that were there on how once you really start to tune into your heart and you have the courage to show up and take action in that direction and set intentions and tune into the intentions that want to come through your heart, right? Then your life will take a series of turns, plot twists, and take you on a wild adventure. But too often people get these nudges and these truths that are coming in through their heart and they, they, they don't honor it. You don't honor it. And the more you can honor it, the more it'll lead you to like crazy synchronicities. And it's like a, the excitement and that feeling is like a, is like a, um, it's like a, you're following like the breadcrumbs. It's like you, you see from the higher self. It's like your higher self knows the path. It's tuning in and giving the nudges through your heart. And so it seems on the outside that your life, like, man, some of the things I've done, like I moved up, I moved to Sweden. I moved to Sweden with 
uh, $600 that my mom gave me. That's all the money I had. When I was younger, I moved to Spain with 100 euros, right? Then I moved back to London with 100 pounds. But I was just new. I just, my heart's like, I got to go. You got to go, Clint. Just go. And I just went and I backed myself and everything always turns out great. Yeah, there's some challenges, some rocky times. When I was in Sweden, I had 10 days with no food. And it's also now, in hindsight, going back to this event, you know, um, eight years later, if I didn't have that experience, the event eight years later would have been more meaningless or wouldn't, it, wouldn't have held as such a profound meaning as it did. So I'm grateful that I went there in that first place and I'm grateful that I went back there and trusted myself eight years later because it also made the first time that I went here eight years later even more powerful and profound. So life will give you these crazy challenges, these nudges that come in through your heart. It's excitement. And if you tune in, if you just do this simple process, let's say there's two, there's a pathway. You don't know whether to take door A or door B. Close your eyes, tune into A and just get a sense of like, like see yourself fully immersing in that, giving yourself everything that you want. I oh, sorry, giving it your 100%. And you see yourself in that and you would feel like some sort of feeling. If it's excitement and expansion and joy, and there could be some like uh, reservation, some nervousness, some um, hesitation, right? Then that's a good sign because it's you because you're stepping into the unknown. You're stepping into something that's uncomfortable. It's a path that's never been walked before, most likely, right? So it has that. Oh, I'm excited, but whew, it's freaking me out a little bit. That's a good sign. And then you turn into the other one, and it's like hmm, it just feels oh maybe contracted and like oh no that doesn't feel good. Cool. Option A is the the right option, or it might be vice versa, right? So this is the way you can tune into what's the right thing for me is the excitement in it. But too many people let money or time or what their partner thinks or what other people think of them stop them from doing that thing. Because if you tune into it, you're like, cool, there's option A, it's option B, right? You tune into option A, it's like, yes, you know, the heart, you got the excitement. Oh, no, but it's going to cost me this amount. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't know. Right? You just, you, you get into logical on like a heart-led, you know, path. It's like you really got to trust. If you want to lean in and trust, right, this opens up so many doorways and portals, you really need to exercise it really powerfully and, and trust in the direction that it's taking you and it takes you on some crazy fucking directions. I've got way, many, way more stories, but we'll save them for another day. Step four, action, determination, and resilience. It ain't going to happen if you're not doing it, brah. You need to do the thing. Action, determination, and resilience, Okay. So once we get this inspiration, the quicker you can act on it, the better, right? Be courageous. You're going to be freaking the fuck out. So we had our event and we had one of the fellas there, Stefan, and he left the event and he was at the airport and he saw, um, oh, what's her name? Thor uh, Hemsworth, Hemsworth's wife at the airport. And he was talk talking about the thing, how he was like timid and, you know, like he didn't like confidence and things like that. He saw her, he walked straight on up to her and started chatting to her and got a photo with her. I was like, dude, as if that's not a sign of like the abundance frequency you're tapping into. Like that'd be multi-millionaires, right? They own this mansion in, in um, Byron Bay, right? And the fact that you had the courage to go up and talk to her, I said, bro, would you have done that before the retreat? He's like, oh, no way. I would have wanted to, but no way, right? But through doing this, his heart said, let's go. So we went. And you don't know, what, you don't know what, how, how many other doorways and portals that opens. It's not that like you need to go, I'm doing this because it's going to do that. No, just do it because 
Your intuition's telling you to do that, right? You're guided, so do it. And then see what magic unfolds from it. So action, determination, and resilience, right? We need to show resilience. We need to not give up. If we want to go, people get knocked down and they give up so fucking easily. It's pathetic. Have some courage. Have some balls. You know, if you get knocked down once, get up. If you get knocked down again, um, in the Gene Keys, it's Gene Keys 3. It's called uh, The Shadow of Chaos and Difficulty in the Beginning. When you're starting something new, it's going to be difficult. It's not easy in the beginning, right? And this is part of my 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 um, my coding, my profile, right? So for me, things are always difficult in the beginning. They are my business, my relationship, money, music. Everything was always really fucking hard at the start and did my head in. But now I know this is part of my journey. It's like, or part of like the process of creation from getting from um, chaos to the gift of innovation. Everything is, it's difficult to meet in the beginning. So don't think you're just starting something out. You're going to be a pro at it. You're not. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. You're going to be tested. You're not good at it yet. Five, trust, detached, surrender. So trust. When you're taking, we have set this intention, right? And you're tuning in from your heart. You're taking action. You're being determined. You're showing resilience. Trust that you're in the right place, right? And if you feel like you're off, then trust and take another direction. And the thing of the excitement, you can be excited about this one thing today. Next day, you're not excited about it. Do the thing that's excited in that day. So trust, detached, surrender. So taking the action, setting the intention with no insistence or expectation of what the outcome ought to be. Check out Bashar. He does a really good uh, video on this on following your highest excitement, YouTube. Bashar, follow his, following your highest excitement. He does like a seven-minute video on it, I think. Really powerful. Trust, detached, surrender. No insistence or expectation of what the outcome ought to be. You know? Uh, and six, this one's the most powerful one, but I've got three minutes, and so I'm not going to go deep on it. Um, I can probably go deeper on this one in a later episode and unpack it a little bit more. Um, but feeling and thought discernment. So thoughts, they're not always yours. You can be tapping into a collective thought field, and so you have the ability to change your thoughts. If all you know, all of a sudden you're driving along, you start with this negative thought, and you're like, fuck, then you get an, it attaches to another one then you go in this negative spiral and all of a sudden you're freaking out when like 10 minutes later you weren't freaking out about something about money or about something like that right so you you have the ability to discern what comes in so you don't have long discern it switch and change with another thought and if you get a feeling a feeling arise allow the feeling because the feeling's there for you but we all have these like traumas and past things that have happened to us through childhoods, through different events in our life, and something in our life can trigger and allow this um, this feeling to arise. And as it arises, the more you can be present with it, the more you can allow it, then it's through experiencing this feeling again that you allow to heal the trauma. And so you can't think through a trauma. You can't like just identify a trauma. It's like through physically feeling it again and allowing it to move through you, that's when things can shift. So that one's actually the most powerful and potent of all of them. But um, you'll see them again in the show notes if you want to have a read through of the different ones. And um, my uh, invitation to you is to go through and read them again 
just absorb them. You don't have to think too much. Just let them land and uh, listen to them again and trust and stay tuned uh, for future episodes as I unpack them and also stay tuned for future programs and events and live retreats where I dive deeper. They are coming soon too. Big love. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends, give it five stars, leave a comment. But most important thing of all is to take action from the wisdom and the nuggets that you heard within this show, because that's where the magic happens. That's where the growth happens. And that's where the rich mystic man resides. If you're serious about your growth, follow me across my social media at QuintXMorgan. And visit my website at www.clintxmorgan.com where you will find more information about my training and membership to keep on expanding. Be proud of yourself, my brother. See you on the next episode of the Rich Mystic Man podcast.